It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out, because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikulski podcast. All right. What's happening, my brother? I'm not too bad, man. I'm good. It's good to good to have you here, man, to talk about this brand new EP. Like, obviously, you're moving like the king of R&B in the UK right about now. You're doing, you're doing, yeah. you're doing the right things. You're doing the right things. Oh, wow. That's big, man. Thank you, my brother. I love that, man. Nah, love no that. worries. Like, you've dropped quite a few songs and projects over the last couple of years, and I feel like mm. you're getting more soulful they're more cohesive every single time. So how has the reception and the love been for the tape that you just dropped? Um bro, it's been it's been beautiful, man. It has been. Um this one I felt a little bit more um I can't say pressure, but mm-hmm. I feel like I I I didn't want to disappoint because okay. it'd been such a long time. Because um I had plans of doing it a bit earlier. And then I had this little, I had an issue with my throat at one point where I think I was, um, I got, basically I got a bit ill. Okay. And then I tried to rush back to singing. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and it, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't do me any favours, man. So I, um, I had to obviously extend the, the or prolong it. Yeah. But um, we finally got there. But yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel amazing, man. The, 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 the response has been beautiful. Some of the things I've been seeing has been, has been crazy, man. I'm just, I'm just grateful, man. Yeah, I mean, we're in that season. We're in that season right now. Obviously, everyone calls it coughing season. It's getting cold. This year, <laughs> you know, if you had if you had the thing, I hope you're from 2019 because I don't think it's from 2020 because ain't no one trying to leave bubbles <laughs> in households. You know what I want? <laughs> but like, obviously, as you're making the music, like, who who is this really trying to appeal to? Because obviously, you got the band that listen to it. Like for me, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm playing right. It's Kalima right, you know. It was they're singing, they're <laughs> anguish, they're pain in the voice. I'm just like, right. this ain't for me. This, this, ain't, this ain't directed at me. This is directed for the girls and that. But who, when you're writing, when you're writing the songs, recording, performing, like who are you mainly trying to aim the music to? Um, I feel like it's it's to it's to men and women. I would say because, excuse me, um, maybe the subject matter. Is uh, it's, it's I feel like it's things that people go through. Yeah. So whether I'm talking about how women's made me feel, mm-hmm. it's still something that men might relate to because I'm a man. Like I know I'm only speaking on how I feel. So as much as as much as it might be 
sounding like maybe these melodies or trying to sound um I don't know appealing to women I feel mm. like it's 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 for everyone man like some of the messages that I've received some people have been saying about they want to message their ex again or they That's... or they or, or they or, or their girl left them and they're trying to work it out and you know so it's it's for everyone man I never really mm. think of it as like I'm trying to make for a demographic. I'm trying to yeah I'm not really trying to do that I'm just trying to hopefully be honest mm. enough to the point that people are going to say oh I relate with I relate to that yeah you know I'm not going to lie I'm worried though because if some people are trying to message their ex and if it goes right they salute you if it goes wrong they come at you you know what's there so you can't come at me man you can't come at me I'm just providing the music man trust you know me what I mean like so obviously earlier on you mentioned you know there was an issue of your throat and then you kind of you wanted you rushed yourself back and it wasn't the greatest thing to do obviously i'm assuming now you're fine which is good that's the main thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. was that just at the start of lockdown or was that at the top of the year when was that mm, that was i think it was about i'm gonna say like, i'll say about january kind of time okay okay or just before that maybe just before that i think just before that, I started to feel something, and but then I'm I'm like a, I'm so stubborn, like it's like uh, I I have to like now nah, I'm going against what I'm feeling. I'm saying nah, let me just get it done. Like yeah, I set myself a goal. I've told people a time, or I've told people a date, or whatever. So let me just do it. Mm. And um, and it, it just it just didn't make any sense, man. It, it was it's you should never really rush anything because um, the sooner you do it, the sooner it's gonna fall. You know what I mean? So for real, I I rushed into it. And 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 yeah, my throat just—I think it just said you—you've got to slow down. So yeah. whether I wanted to or not, it, it forced me to say, "Look, relax." So I had to take these few months to just um, to get it right. And without sounding insensitive right now, mm-hmm. um, this lockdown, COVID madness, whatever you want to call it, yeah, um, kind of came at a decent time for me. Without sounding insensitive, and prayers to anyone who's struggling, but it gave me, it forced me to just sit down and just think and 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 and, and work things out yeah you know what i mean i mean it's, it's yeah. an important time because like i had the same kind of mindset like i was working a lot and then mm. lockdown happened and then it kind of gave you time to go back to the drawing board what works for you what can you do better actually like school you know what went well even better if you know there was the old school <laughs> you know there was there like i just did that for like a couple of months but I mean, for you, like, like it's good because music at the start, or say from like March to maybe like July, mm. people are not as receptive towards it. Like, it's still going out; people are still listening to it. But I don't know if those songs are going to be remembered. So coming out with autumn, winter season, and kind of you know mm. saying I'm back. This is my it's like what seven tracks on this EP? Like twenty one minutes? Seven, yeah, yeah, seven, seven, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like something like short, quite like it's just bite size, really to get people, you know, in and build the momentum for next year. I think that's a good look to have. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. Um, I don't even, I'm not even going to put that down to some like mad science or nothing. It wasn't like super strategic or nothing. It was just, I guess that's just how, how it worked out. It's just, I guess, trust in the universe. It just worked out at that time. But I don't feel like we're in a time anymore where people want to hear so much music. No one really wants to sit down for, even now when yeah. you can't really do too much. You don't really want to sit down for an hour and a half and and listen to listen to a project because I feel like even if they do, some of it's going to get missed or do you know what I mean? I feel like it's easier to digest when it's it's 
concise and, and, and just kind of straight to the point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the thinking behind it. Yeah, I think it just makes sense because if it's like, for example, your music is obviously very soulful, quite stripped back, laid back and relaxed. So this would be perfect at like a gig, which I'm sure you probably had something planned for, yeah. <laughs> so when, when that starts again, well, I, I was going to say next year, when that starts again, yeah, because we don't know when it's going to start. But when that starts, sure. like, it's true, you want to have something small, because some people will be dropping like 50 track projects, yeah? And I'm not saying Chris Brown, before anyone says it, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and by track 13, you don't know what's going on at this point. I'm just like, all right, yeah. cool. And like you said, you miss things. But so then going into as we go into next year, things that you kind of have taken for yourself and you've learned from this year. What what's your goal? What's your plan just for next year as a whole? We don't know what's going to go on in the world, but what's your plan? Of course, um, my plan for next year. Well, I say this every time, and it sounds like a generic answer, but it's not. I truly mean this. But, but my plan every every day even is to progress in it. So slow progress over no progress is my thing. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely that. And for me, the only way I'm going to progress is by making this music and keep and continuing to um, hopefully step it up every time I put a project out. So I'm working on this album right now. And that's um, a big deal for me because I feel like people have wanted to hear features and stuff like that before. And people want to know more about who I am. So I feel like this is the opportunity to do so. You know what I mean? So that's my plan for next year. Obviously, I would like to say an amount of shows and where I want to be and who I want to be working with, but obviously you you know the vibe already and it's mm-hmm. a bit crazy right now. But ideally, the things that are in my control are the music. So I'm going to make sure that by next year, I have this album that I can, I can clearly show an improvement on and hopefully give a better understanding to the people who show me love, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that you uh, picked up on is the fans and the audience wanting to know a lot more about you, more personal experiences. Because right now, for some people listening, because what you're singing about is, it could, because you're not directly saying you as a person, it's a, a more of an oversight mm. as a whole. There are people that are going to want to hear about your heartbreaks from yeah. young to now, do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. the question is, how much are you willing to to give away to the fans? No, it, I'm going to be completely honest. Every every song I've made so far mm-hmm. is personal. Like, I, I, I make it a thing to make sure that it's personal. Um, and I'm not saying it's wrong if someone writes some music for you or it's wrong to get some help on whatever. It's, it's not wrong. It's just for me, I feel like it needs to be from that real place. So that when people ask me questions about it, or say I'm at a show, for example, and someone says, what does this song mean to you? Mm-hmm. I can clearly explain and I can give you an example of when it's happened to me. So then we can then have a conversation and say, oh yeah, I remember when I felt like this and this is how it felt. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. every single song has been about some things I've, I've been through. Maybe I haven't said the names, which yeah. I'm not going to do. That no, you can't. <laughs> can't do that. Can't be that open. But yeah. every, every single thing is, is is something that I've been through and and it has to be that way for mm-hmm. me. I think that's true. That is true. Because I think sometimes, sometimes fans just want the whole thing. They want the vibe, they want the yeah. names, they want receipts, they want everything. And it's like, yo, guys, I'm not trying to be in multiple court cases, do you know what I mean? Just set up for one day. Every every single person's coming through suing me for like something, something bad that I said on the song. Like, there's always one-sided, do you know what I mean? Making it like some sort of drama. But 
with features, obviously, for a lot of those songs that you put out, you know, it's very much solo. You hold the record by yourself very well. There are there aren't lapses in the songs as a whole. But who are the people that you want to kind of work with and connect with to help push the Kaleem Taylor sound even wider than it already has or is? Um, there, there's a, there's a few names that I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like um, trying to be too cryptic or I'm trying to keep the mystique or nothing like that. But I, I wouldn't want to say the exact names I'm gonna work with because I want to make it a thing when it does happen. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's working with this guy or he's working with this 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 um, woman or do you know what I mean? I want it, I want it to be, I want it to be like a surprise. Or I just want to hold back on that. But yeah. In terms of excuse me, sorry. In terms of some of the people that I, I, um, I look at now and I think are incredible. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd love to make a song with Lucky Day. I'd love to make a song with, with her. I'd love to make a song with Brandy. I'd love to make a song with with all these people. But for me, right now, there are some people that I've that I've that I've conversed with, spoken with, and and, and we've we've come to a point where we're going to make some music. But I'm just going to hold back on some of the names. And me saying those first names wasn't like some indication that these are the people I'm working with, by the way, before anyone gets a bit... <laughs> a bit I don't know these people like that, but mm. do you know what I mean? I mean... Yeah, I... A, a... Go on, sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying there's a, there's a few. There's a few, but we just we just hold back a little bit. Yeah, but listen. Yeah, if, let, me, let me say that. So the people I said, the names I just said, are people I would love to work with. But for my project... We'll just have to wait and see what the vibe is. Yes, I was, listen, if obviously that was very cryptic and cryptic, moving like Da Vinci Code of the answer, yeah? But if I do <laughs> see the names on there, then I'll be like, well, that's a bit mad still, but it's a very good look. But like you said, they ain't on there. They're just people that you like to work with yeah, in the future. Yeah, nah, they're, they're, not, they're not on there, but we'll keep putting in this work and hopefully one day, mm. one day some of those would, would be amazing because they're all incredible. Yeah, with, dream, with dreams and aspirations though, because obviously as everybody always wants to work with somebody else and then so even the people at the very, very top, they're people that still want to work with people who are maybe below them or on their level. Like, where do you see yourself in the R&B landscape, soul landscape in the UK and internationally? Like, who are the some of the peers that you're, you're kind of constantly talking to and see yourselves on that kind of level, if you see it like that at all? Um, that is a good question, but me personally, I try not to look at things like that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, as cliche as it sounds, I feel like you do what you do the best you can. It? Like, there, there's just something that you have that you do. If you believe in yourself and stick to what you do, you're going to be the best at that. So if I was to answer the question, I could say I'm the best because I do what I do. Yeah. You know? And each person is the best at what they do. So I don't really see no levels of anything or who's who yeah obviously some people have more fans or people are known more or whatever but ideally you just want to look at it as music you know there Mm -hmm. is no there is no level to it that's why people can message me on instagram some of the people who are on my project now these are people that randomly message me and they've got 200 followers on instagram but just said could you listen to the music and of course i'm going to listen to it because the amount of followers you have doesn't determine whether you make good music or not because I know a lot of people who are in a great position and I'm not too keen or too fond of their music but mm-hmm. that's, that's just how it goes sometimes so I don't really see the levels of it I just say I'm just going to keep working and um, my, my level is based on, on on the people that support me and show me love 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like that's the way it should be, and I wish the world weren't like that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, or the world that we we both you know inhabit because. To be honest, at the moment, you know, if people are driven at numbers and they're driven at, you know, Instagram first and the quality seems to mm. not be lacking across everybody because that'd be madness, that'd be terrible. But <laughs> there are a few people that kind of slip through the cracks and then they have like a moment. But I feel like someone like yourself, like who you haven't got 200 followers, but I'm just saying in general, but like it's someone who's yeah. going to keep rising and, you know, getting into the rooms with the people that you want, you know, the people that we mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? It's like a lucky day. But that's, that's the thing, like, with R&B as a whole, I feel like, you see like with hip hop and like trap music and all that stuff, it feels very much like, by the time you get to 30, like, why are you started? It's getting better, but yeah. it's at a time. Whereas with R&B, I feel like you can kind of, if you can sing and the high notes and all that can be, and the melodies are driven, you can <laughs> jump in at any age. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. what, what do you think about the state of R&B in 2020 we've had a comeback in the last couple of years there are a lot of names that are are staple household names we've seen people like ty dollar sign drop like a 25 project uh yeah 25 song project which was good i'm not yeah. complaining about the length of, the, of it okay. but what do you think of the state of r&b in 2020 um i personally really like it i feel like if you if you there's there's, there's a lot of r&b that if you if you do enough if, enough looking you're gonna find the R&B that you want to hear. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm completely like sold and everything because sometimes I feel like there's a bit of a, a blurred line. It's a bit blurred because sometimes these R&B guys sound a bit like they're doing a, like a hybrid type thing of like rapping and and singing. And I'm personally not too keen on it. Mm-hmm. Even though I like some of the music, it's hard for me to clearly say, okay, you're R&B. Like R&B to me might be Brent Fires. Like he clearly shows a distinction between singing and rapping, and I'm happy with versatility. But sometimes I just feel like it just gets a bit blurred. Yeah. But other than that, I'd say I'm I'm very happy with the way R&B is right now. There's amazing artists making amazing music, some amazing production, and it feels good to be something that you're a part of. You know what I mean? And hopefully trying to take it to somewhere else and People are constantly pushing and trying to come up with new sounds and like Snow Allegra, Lucky Day. These people are in, in, incredible to me, mm. you know? So I think it's a beautiful place. It's just hopefully we can um, really get that distinction between R&B and, and this hybrid type rap stuff, which is which is fire. But for me, I just want to hear some R&B. Yeah, I mean, your ears, like you're an R&B purist. I think, and that's the thing, like, with your influences in the past, I'm assuming they were more R&B driven, you know what I mean? As opposed to the guys who are making, and females who are making, like, I'm going to call it R&T, R&Trap for now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people yeah, can yeah. define it at a later date. But they're probably more based on hip-hop influences and the singing kind of intertwines. Mm. So I think, I think as we go through this decade, I think you're going to see more people like you and R&B purists who just like, you know, like the Brent Fire Z type and Snow Allegra, Lucky Day, BJ Chicago Kid, etc, etc. And then you'll get that sound because that's what's popping at the moment. I don't, I don't think that's going to change for, sure. for at least two, three years. For sure. And I, and I definitely, I don't even, I don't even want it to change. I want people to do their thing. Like, that's fine. Like, don't even, they ain't got to listen to me. I'm just saying my preference. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I just like this R&B stuff. And I, man, like, 
I just think I just think let's just keep making great music, man. To be honest, however it comes, it comes. But just for me, I just want to hear. Like you know, I want to I want to hear. Like when I go to the show, I want to hear you sing live, and I really want to feel some emotion. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I just don't want to hear no bars from from you right now. I want to. <laughs> Gonna hear you sing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be mad if you go like somewhere like Jazz Cafe, yeah. If someone's like open, like about to start singing, they just drop a beat and it's not rapping. It'd be mad. It'd be mad. I'm cool. I'm cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I want, thing is, I love, I love, I love hip hop. I love rap. Like, mm. I love it. I just want to know that there's a difference between. That's all. Yeah, and it's the same for hip hop as well because there is like a load of hip hop guys doing a load of melodies and all that, and I'm not complaining about it. I think some of it's fire. Mm -hmm. I just mean it's like it then creates this thing of like, what genre is this? Which is a great thing, but at at the end of the day, it's going to get categorized. It's going to get put somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think with with the talent pool and the access to like good equipment and stuff, growing and opening all the time, you're gonna get like bigger pools so it's easy for you i'm gonna use spotify just off the top of my head but like if you look at your name and you look at related artists it's not gonna be mm. like make jacquees it might probably you're probably not gonna see him there you mm. know what i'm saying but you're gonna see someone maybe like Sinead Harnett. yeah so yeah, yeah. if you're gonna see that so i think it's not i don't think it's always good to put things into boxes because sometimes yeah. i just it limits you in it you, you can only live in the box you can only exist sure. in the box but I don't mind the variety because it's like, like you said, you're saying exactly the same thing as, as me, to be honest. Like, it's good to see. But what I wanted to say before we before we dip is for all the fans who are supporting the record right now and all the new fans who might, you know, lock in from this interview onwards and stuff, what do you want to say to the people for, you know, for your, what you've done this year and how you're feeling and how they should be, not should be feeling, but how they're feeling towards your music and stuff as well? I just honestly just want to say thank you for showing me all this love, being so patient and um, understanding. And um, I hope that that at least one of the records can resonate with you and hopefully you can relate. Hopefully it will help you through something. Hopefully it will make you reminisce or think about something that you had before. Something. I just I just want you to feel something. I feel like that's that's really important to me. So thank you and I hope you can feel. You know? There you go. Listen, people feel... That's it. That's the message. Line. That is the message. Come but on, you know it was, Kaleem, I appreciate you chatting to me today, man. It was actually interesting to chop it up. Obviously, I've been playing the music for a while, but it's good to talk in person. Do you know what I mean? Nah, listen, thank you so much for having me, bro. I really appreciate it. This is good energy, man. I, I like it. I like it.